If I just did it all the time, all the time, all the time, they become followers. And just by the word follow means you're a step behind. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Greetings, greetings, and welcome to Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. This is our 10th episode of Black Wall Street Today. So excited, getting a round of applause from those in the studio with me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's focus is beating the odds through entrepreneurship, and I'm excited to share. Follow us on social media at Black Brand Biz on Facebook and Instagram, and at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Instagram. So, If you've been listening, um, you know that our first guest is no stranger to the show. He has developed a very unique platform for teaching stocks that anyone can have success with. Um, So we're excited. Mr. J.R. Fenwick, how are you today? Hey, Blair, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. It's great to have you back. Great to have you back. Thank you. I, I enjoyed it. Glad to be back. Yes. If you wouldn't mind, just share a little bit about your story, how Flip That Stock came to be, and how it is that you're teaching people to beat the odds through flipping stocks on your platform. Sure. Well, um, it's always good to talk to you because I have a special place in my heart. You know, I attended and graduated from Hampton University um, and, you know, really had uh, to be quite honest with you, no interest in the stock market when I was in school. I didn't graduate with a degree in it or anything of that nature. But um, after graduating, uh, I had a buddy of mine who uh, actually we had become friends through music. We were both uh, guitarists. Hmm. And uh, one day he just, out of the blue, uh, asked me if I traded in the stock market. And uh, I was like, no, I don't trade in it and don't know anything about it. So he, uh, for the next couple of years, really just stayed on. He was like, hey, you got to learn this. You got to um, get involved in the stock market. The stock market involves uh, your life, whether you realize it or not. Every day, people's lives are, are affected by the stock market. So it would behoove you to learn it and understand it and get in the game, understand how to make your money, make money for you. This is why, you know, the majority of wealthy people are involved in the market in some way, shape, or form. Makes sense. So, yeah. So, after him, you know, just hammering me and hammering me, uh, I finally started getting involved. He started teaching me. I started taking some classes. And I just became uh, fascinated with the stock market and the ability uh, and the opportunity. I always say the opportunity, not the guarantee, but the opportunity uh, to make money in the stock market. Okay. And the ease at which you could do it. Uh, because it offers that passive income, meaning that you don't have to actively do anything other than uh, purchase and sell a stock. Uh, you don't have to go, like most people go to work, they give an hour of their time, they get paid for that hour. They stop They stop um, going to work, they stop getting paid. But in the stock market, you know, uh, it's passive income. The stock can go up or go down. You don't have to push it up or push it down. And so when I got involved and uh, I had my first profit, I just couldn't believe it. I just was like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Um, And so 
that's when I really uh, started just getting uh, hooked on it and wanting to learn more and learn more and learn more. And one of the things that I uh, would do is always take notes. Every time I bought a stock, sold a stock, was looking at stock, I would take uh, this copious notes in this notebook. Eventually, ended up being about three inches thick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I was what I was really doing was kind of tracking what I was doing and where I had successes, I could go back and, and duplicate this. And so, through this process, I learned that there are basically two main things that people do with, with stocks. One is they invest in the stock market, which means they buy and they hold that stock mm-hmm. uh, for longer periods of time. And, right. and the technical definition is one year or longer. Um, That's considered long-term, you say. Right. So okay. if, if someone says, uh, I'm an investor, that means they're, they bought a stock and they're holding it at least for a year or longer. That's the, the, the technical definition. Or the second thing you can do is you can trade that stock. And trade that stock is buying and selling stocks um, over a shorter period of time, anything less than a year. It could be you know, a few months, a few weeks, a few days, a few hours, even a few seconds. Right. You can trade. There is no law. A lot of people think, oh, there's a law that you have to hold a stock for a certain But No. You can buy a stock. And I bought stocks and 47 seconds later sold them for a profit. Mm-hmm. And so I really became fascinated with the trading aspect versus the investing aspect. I do both, but I, I developed a passion for the trading aspect because it was a way to generate income. So investors typically are looking down the road and they're saying, hey, you know, when I retire, when I want to pay um, my, my child's college tuition or mm-hmm. buy a house or something down the road. But traders are in it to make, you know, what I call right now money. JR, that's familiar with right. Yeah, no, that's huge. Some great nuggets you've dropped already. Let's just pause really quickly for the benefit of new listeners. You're listening to Black Wall Street today. This is Blair Durham. We are with Mr. J.R. Fenwick. He is the founder of Flip That Stock, which is a platform. I kind of want you to get into talking about this. I think it's an important dialogue because there is definitely a knowledge gap, right? And I look at your platform as more so a piece for knowledge transfer, making sure that we are empowered and equipped with um, the tools, the information that we need in order to um, really take advantage of the opportunity to um, generate passive income through the stock market. Can you talk about some of sort of the successes that you've seen both on a short and a long-term basis? So from the trading standpoint, as well as the investor standpoint? Yeah, sure. The first people have to understand the number one obstacle that I hear to people getting into the stock market is they say it's too complicated. It just looks too complicated. Yeah. Um, but they do everything, every, they do things every day that look complicated. So for example, if you got into your car at night and you turned on, turned the uh, key and all these blinking lights started coming at you, mm-hmm. right? That looks complicated, but nobody says, ooh, driving a car is complicated. Everybody wants to learn how to drive a car. Right, right. And so... One of the things that we specialize in is taking the so-called complicated and breaking it down and making it very simple, making it very understandable. We've even created our own language that our members understand amongst each other um, to, to, um, to simplify them. And so what we've seen is that by doing this, we've had members come in and 
we specialize in teaching beginners. Um, but we do have members who have come from other courses and pulling their hair out and saying, I paid all this money, I still don't know what I'm doing. Wow. And so we've had success with taking people who, you know, in both cases, but in particular people who have little or no knowledge, to them understanding what a stock is, how does the stock market work, how do I open up an account uh, to begin buying and selling stocks, how do I use these uh, different software and apps and really understand them, what, what does that mean? So they go from little to no knowledge to really talking a whole other language. You're really learning another language, like if you were learning French or Spanish or something. Um, and being fluent in it and comfortable with it and confident with it. And it's amazing to see this transformation in a short period of time. I'm talking about, uh, in some cases, weeks, uh, some cases, a couple months. Uh, but when people go through the program and follow the program, uh, aside from the money-making potential, um, their confidence goes through the roof when they're at work or when they see something on the news. They now know what they're talking about, what's going on. And so we're, you know, we're very proud about that. And uh, that's our niche. Decomplicating, if that's a word, um, this thing and helping everyday people understand it and then get in the game. I tell people, get in the game. Don't sit on the sidelines. You're missing out. That's very powerful. Very powerful. Again, this is Black Wall Street Today. I'm Blair Durham. We are talking with J.R. Fenwick, uh, who's developed a platform for taking the guesswork out of uh, trading and investing in the stock market. So some of the common myths that you kind of help new investors, new traders, new traders to dispel. What what are those? Yeah, well, anytime uh, we have somebody new come in, we have to get we have to clear their mind of the clutter and, for lack of a better phrase, the garbage that they believe about the market, such as, uh, well, you know, that's rich people's game. you got to be rich to get into that. Mm. Well, maybe maybe people got rich because they got in the game. Right. See? <laughs> so that's a big one. Uh, another big one is, what well, I thought I needed a, a degree or a certificate or, or some type of license to buy sell stocks. You don't need any of that to buy and sell stocks for yourself. What they're referring to is people who may become professional stockbrokers who are giving out advice and things of that nature. But to buy and sell stocks for yourself, you don't need that. Could you please Uh, say that again? I think that's huge. The misconception that you have to have a degree in order to invest for yourself. What what was the distinction you made just then? Well, um, when I start my seminars off and I'm telling my background, Mm -hmm. I I play a joke on the audience. And I say, well, I went to Harvard and got a business degree. Then I went to um, Yale and I got a master's. Then I went to Princeton and I got a PhD. Then I worked on Wall Street for 35 years. Right, right. And that, everybody's eyes are like, oh, my God, no wonder you. And then I say, ah, I'm not kidding. So. I didn't do none of that. I think I was privy to point. that once. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in your I audience. I had a camera <laughs> to take a picture of people's reactions. But I do that and set the audience up to say, listen, you don't have to have, you don't have to go through all that to get into the stock market. That's nonsense. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have a license. You don't have to have none of that. Hmm. You do want to get educated, right? Hmm. But you don't have to have a formal degree, you know, uh, to get involved in this. Okay. And so we strip away all that. That's, that's, this is nonsense. But people, you know, they don't, they don't understand that. And now, now that we teach them, they do. 
the other big one I hear all the time is, is gambling. Well, that's gambling. I see the market goes up and it goes down every day. And, and well, sometimes you just, I call myself a common sense thinker. Mm-hmm. And if I know the majority of people, wealthy people are involved in the stock market, then are they just obsessive gamblers or do they know something that the average person doesn't know about the market? And what they know is that you can control your risk. You can control your risk. You control, you know, uh, how much you're willing uh, to lose if you go in there. And you can set, with technology, you can set different markers and parameters and say, hey, if this stock doesn't do what I want it to do, automatically sell it and get me out of it. Literally, it can be automated or with a click of a button. That's unlike almost anything else in business. Like, uh, if you have a house, and that house starts plummeting in value. But there's not a button you can click to say, just get rid of my house. I don't want to take any more losses on this thing, right? So the beauty of the stock market is you don't control what the stock does, but you control how you react to it. I make the analogy of you don't control the weather uh, and the traffic, but you do control how you respond to the weather in your car and how you respond to the traffic. And so it's the same thing in the stock market. People just don't know the technology that is available when you're trading and investing in stocks is incredible. It's incredible. So we got to get this notion out of our head that it's gambling. Mm -hmm. Got to get this notion out of our head. It's too complicated. Um, uh, This notion, you got to do hours of research before you can just buy one stock. Technology has changed all that. But you do have to be educated, you know. Um, you don't have to go through, you know, a formal school and get a four-year degree, but you have to be educated on what to do, you know, where to look for this information, how to find stocks, That's how good. to properly execute in order to buy and sell stocks. So, yeah. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Uh, Our guest is J.R. Fenwick, the founder of Flip That Stock. We're talking about some of the most common misconceptions that are out there, you know, for folks that are considering um, either investing or trading in the stock market. Let me ask this. I know one strategy, strategy that you teach is how to make money with stocks no matter how they're doing. Can you say a little bit about that? I know some people think, okay, if the stocks are coming down, then I'm losing money. Is, is that always right. the case? No. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest secrets, probably the biggest secret on Wall Street, is that you can make money when a stock goes down. So traders, we don't really care which way the stock is going. It could go up, we can make money. It could go down, we can make money. Now, you know, on the, on, the, on the radio show, I can't explain, you know, all the steps and all that. But what I want your listening audience to, to take away mm-hmm. is that there's this concept that when you turn on the news and you hear, oh, 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 my goodness, the stock market is crashing. Behind the curtain, there are people on Wall Street, people like myself, who are saying, crash, baby, crash, because we know how to make money as that stock is going down. And the takeaway point is you can make money when it goes up and it goes down. Mm-hmm. And I know that doesn't make sense. I know that every time I tell people this, and I know there's people you're listening on, it's like, wait a minute, I understand, like, buy low, sell high. Like, if I get a stock and it's at $20 and it goes up to $25, I understand I made some money. 
But you're telling me if I get that stock at $25 and it goes down to 20, there's a way I can make money as it's going down, not once it's gone down, but as it's going down. Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. But you have to understand every step of it. It's not hard when it's shown in the proper way. And so that gives traders the advantage. Realtor with the stock market is doing, we have an opportunity, not a guarantee, but we have an opportunity to make money either way, with it going up or down. And uh, when I learned that, I was like, I've never heard them say that on the news. I've never heard them teach that in any class. Right. But everybody on Wall Street knows it's because it's common knowledge. And those of us who are really traders, we all know it. And so we teach exactly how to do that step by step by step. Okay. If you wouldn't mind sharing, how exactly does Flip That Stock work? What is it that users, members, etc., can expect from, is it a membership? How, how, does, how does your program work? So the way I set up Flip That Stock um, was kind of taking my brain and the way I think and putting it onto a platform, onto a website. And um, what I created was uh, when somebody becomes a member and uh, they'll get a welcome email with the username and password, they log in. The first thing they're going to see is that everything is numbered and well organized. I can't stand going to like a website and, and there's stuff all over you got to search for five minutes to find this. So everything is numbered. I want to take them. I'm, I'm an organization fanatic and a systems fanatic. I want to take them through steps. So you come in. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to start watching a series of short videos. Okay. I love the stock market, but I don't want to watch four and five hour videos. Right. So short videos, like three minute videos, five minute videos, four minute videos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to go through this so they learn the foundation. It's almost like we're, we're building a cake with layers. We start very, very basic. What is the stock? How does the market work? And then we build off of that. Um, then twice a week, uh, uh, typically on Tuesdays and Fridays, we're going to show people how to open up a uh, practice account okay, and a live account. And on Tuesdays and Fridays, we're going to go into your practice account. And people will be able through screen share, people will be able to see my screen. And we're going to demonstrate what they've learned in the videos. So we're going to go into the market with live market data. And we're going to demonstrate, you know, oh, this is what we're talking about in that video. I want you guys to see it live in the market. All right. Uh, if this stock is making money the way we want it, I'm going to show you how to track those profits, lock in the profits. If the stock is not doing what you want it to do, I'm going to show you how to cut your losses and walk away with minimal losses rather than losing all your money in your whole account. So we, we have this very interactive um, learning experience. And then we have something that I would just call return demo day, which is where members can come and they can be spotlighted on our platform. Okay. And they can return demo what they've learned. Because once they can do that, then I know they understand it. Once they're able to teach others, just, right? Right. If I just did it all the time, all the time, all the time, they become followers. And just by the word follow means you're a step behind. Mm-hmm. So our goal and what we do is we teach people to be self-sufficient. And the way we can demonstrate that they're self-sufficient is they do a return demo to us after we taught it, step by step by step, and then boom, they got it. So they don't have to say, well, what is JR doing right now? What is he, What stock is he looking at? No, they know how to find the stock. They know how to use the software. They know how to execute. 
that's our mission right there. So powerful, JR. So we've got about a minute before we wrap up our segment. How can um, how can our listeners get a hold of you if they're interested in the Flip That Stock uh, platform? Well, you can just go to uh, flipthatstock.com. F-L-I-P, that's stock.com. We kind of got the name from uh, Flip That House, which is one of my favorite TV shows. And I was like, you know, doing the same thing they're doing with Flip the House. Except, you know, we're doing it with stocks and uh, mm-hmm. We're just doing it from our laptop, you right, know, right. In, the, in the warmth or AC of our home. So that's how the whole concept came out. But yeah, flipthatstock.com. Well, we uh, certainly believe that you know this is a very, very important wealth building strategy. So I look forward, Jr., to having you on the show on a recurring basis to share these tips uh, with our listeners, so that we can all sort of grow the wealth together. I thank you for your time today. All right. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed it. Yes. And I look forward to talking again soon. Absolutely. All right. And after this, we've got a young woman coming onto the show who is um, really beating the odds through entrepreneurship by providing an opportunity for children of incarcerated parents. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome back to Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. This week's segment of Hashtag Add This to the List is powered by Hair by Aisha. Hair by Aisha for all your hair care and styling needs, 757-816-6297. Add this to the list of business to support in Hampton Roads, building resilient communities. Quinea, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Please tell me a little bit about your initiative and how it got underway. Okay, so our organization is called Building Resilience in Communities. We are a nonprofit organization here in Hampton Roads where we support families who are impacted by incarceration, specifically with the focus of their children. And so we got started because I was that kid. I'm that kid that had two parents who were incarcerated growing up. I grew up in North New Jersey, where it's not as beautiful as Virginia. <laughs> and so um, right out of Brick City. And so, um, you know, parents who were addicted to different substances and um, it just wasn't pretty for me. And so I was that kid who was on the angel tree list, um, got orthopedic shoes and, you know, stuff that somebody just threw together to give me. And so when we um, started the organization, that was something I know I just had a heart. I knew I wanted to do it, just didn't know how. And so I literally got with the jails and said, hey, this is what I want to do. It was something they had never heard of. And so we've been running with it since. So it's our fourth year. So talk about sort of the goals of the program. Okay. So our our organization overall, right now, we assist during the special times of the year, right? Okay. So we make sure that the kids have backpacks and school supplies, and we make sure that for Thanksgiving, their families are taken care of for the holidays, and we make sure that, um, what is it, Easter, that we do um, a Easter egg hunt and make sure the families have resources, et cetera. I feel like I'm leaving something out, but um, we just make sure that... <laughs> And then, of course, for Christmas, um, we make sure that the children are cared for. And so we we target those times of the year because those are the most Mm heart-wrenching, depressing times of the year for children like that. And even families, when you do have a loved one who's incarcerated. Because although everybody else is cheery and they're having a great time, you're thinking about your mom or your dad, what they're doing. Are they eating? Are they okay? And do they think of me? And is this my fault? And do they even love me? And so the gifts, we all tag them from the community and everything that's donated we tag them from the parents so it's to Susie to Blair from mom and a note saying hey I love you and I can't wait to see you soon 
love yeah, that. Yeah. Love that. Please talk about the talk about the holiday initiative. Yeah. I know so that's what kind of we have going on right now. It's exciting. It is so much, but um it's our fourth annual toy drive and brunch. Um, this is actually our second time doing in the brunch. We used to just go to the houses and, you know, we were the Santa Clauses knocking on the door. Literally, we have a Santa on our board. Um, and of course, you can imagine the families and children with Santa comes, they go crazy. Um, and so this year, um, we are coming together. We have an amazing sponsor, Bannister Nissan of Chesapeake and Norfolk. They're actually letting us use their showroom in the Chesapeake site. Um, and so we're going to decorate the whole room up, Winter Wonderland it. Um, we'll be having gifts for the 300 children that we are targeting. Wow. Um, and so, you know, these children are comprised from Western Tidewater Regional Jail, Hampton Roads Regional Jail, and then specifically we wanted to leave a group for the community because we know there's children out there who still have a parent away, maybe just not in the local jails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we're still in need of that. Um, so as soon as we can get the rest of those numbers t- to make it to that last hundred, we'll be okay. But 300, we're going to feed them, uh, make sure that we have specific speakers, not just anybody up there talking, but people with a story, people who have been in and are now out doing well, people who can give these families hope that, hey, hang on to your loved one, don't throw them away yet, um, and possibly give the children some hope to know that their parent will be home soon. Sounds like an amazing event. Yeah. Excuse me, an amazing event. So what else do you need from the community at present? (sighs) So we're having a Filling the Gap event on December the 10th. Um, It will be in Norfolk. So if they follow us on social media, all of the information will be there. Um, We will be doing what's like a stuff the bus event, really. And so they can come on out um, and we're calling ours just fill the gap because that's what we feel like we're doing for the families and their parents. And so um, we just need donations. We need toys. We need monetary donations, because even for a lot of our children that we are getting because of this this situation sometimes they don't have family that's here and sometimes children have to go back to New Jersey and then but their name is on the list because their parents down here and so when that happens we send them a gift card and so sometimes toys are great but even some monetary stuff is great as well so that we can go to Walmart or somewhere and send them a gift card and a nice card from their families I think it's an incredible initiative thank you please tell us how can we find you on social media I know you mentioned following you there. For, yeah. Yeah, how can we find so you So the BRC's um, social media is BRC, Baby Robert Carrot, <laughs> and Inc, I-N-C, um, underscore the number one mm-hmm. on Instagram, on Twitter, and then on Facebook, we are Building Resilience in Communities VA. And you can find us there or you can visit our website, www.brcinc.org. And the event on December 12th, the Filling the Gap Stuff the Bus event, where is that being held? So our Filling the Gap event, that's actually going to be on December the 10th. Mm-hmm. And the location for that is going to be at 5800 Lake Wright Drive in Norfolk, Virginia. We've actually partnered with Artix and Agape Travel and Tours. Um, the CEO there, Jackie, is actually going to donate one of her buses to us for us to fill and decorate it really nice. Um, but the Artix company is in that actual executive building and they've reached out to all of the other professionals in there to collect toys for us. And we're also challenging the community to kind of match us and beat us out there to drop off some toys as well. But we'll be out there from 11 to 3 p.m. on December the 10th 5800 Lake Wright Drive, Norfolk, Virginia, 23502. Perfect. So bring your toys. Yeah. Bring your toys. We're excited to help fill the gap. Yeah. Certainly see we the need, need for this in the community. Congratulations on the fourth annual event. Thank and you. really making a tremendous difference. Thank you. No, thank you so much for being here, Quinea. I appreciate Look it. Look forward to having you back. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Thanks thank again. You. And up next. <laughs>
We have a wonderful gentleman who is taking the tech industry by storm. Uh, again, continuing with our theme of beating the odds through entrepreneurship. Um, an article by Forbes magazine recently highlighted Mr. Antoine Patton. He discovered a passion for coding and computers while in prison. Uh, it's now become his personal mission to put coding not just in the hands of his 11-year-old daughter, but also in the hands of the black community at large. Antoine, how are you today? I'm feeling great. How about yourself? I am just thrilled to meet you. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> what Thank what you. a story. So kind of walk us through um, how you got to this place. Right. Yeah. So um, I'm from Buffalo, New York. And back in 2008, I got into a weird predicament where um, I had a, a weapon I wasn't supposed to have. So in New York State, um, not having a license or permit can land you a lot of time in jail. So um, by having this illegal weapon, I ended up doing eight years in prison. That was my sentence. So the judge can pick anywhere between three years and 15. And my number that day was was eight. So um, kind of crazy. But at that at that time, I was also a recent father. My daughter was about two, three, three years old. And that was the most devastating part to me is that I left her in the streets uh, with just her mother, but left her without a father. So it was kind of tough. So immediately I was trying to figure out ways to rethink how I want to live my life and what my purpose was. So um, lucky enough for me, I landed in a prison that had a college program um, totally paid for privately by people like you and I who donate to it. And um, they were bringing a lot of different courses in. So I ended up getting a degree in a liberal arts and then they started bringing in these computer science courses. And at first I thought I couldn't do it. I kind of turned it down as well. It was like, that's not for me. But um, one day reading an article in the USA Today, I started learning about apps. Antoine, backtrack one second. You, yeah. You earned a liberal arts degree yeah, while yeah, incarcerated. Yeah, sure. So you got that degree <laughs> yep. under your belt. And you continued <laughs> your education to start taking these computer science courses. I just want to make sure I heard right. that right. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Keep yeah, for going. sure. This it was is amazing. I just, <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I got passionate once I just started learning about apps. This was 2011. Um, the first iPhone had just come out three years earlier in 2008. So um, I didn't know anything really about it. So I'm like, hmm, apps, people are getting paid thousands of dollars and millions of dollars for these apps. So I think I can come up with something, too. And come to find out it's the computer science that you need to be able to build these apps. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm like, wow, I just turned down a course thinking I couldn't do it. But you know what? It seems like it's worth a try. At least let me try it. So I went back and tried to enroll in the class, but it was too late. It was like a month or so later. So it's, it's, um, you, you can't enroll into the class. But I picked up a book and I said, I'm going to teach myself. I was I really started getting passionate about it. I was excited to get involved with it. I needed something else to do once I was uh, back back home. So uh, I started teaching myself. It was hard at first because I had no idea what I was doing. But we had computers, no Internet, but we did have um, some computers to work on. So, but it, it worked out. Within like 30 or 45 days, I built my first website and um, I was excited. But to really get deeper into programming, I needed help. So lucky for me, I found a mentor and he was incarcerated as well. And he was a pro. He was like maybe even 20 years my senior, but he was really good at programming and asked him if he can teach me. And um, like no hesitation, he did. He started teaching me everything he knew and just asked that I pass it on. So um, that's kind of like where my passion for teaching came from, was just learning in prison. And then um, I was even teaching other inmates while I was still incarcerated. Lovely. You're just tuning in. This is Black Wall Street Today. I'm Blair Durham. We are talking with Antoine Patton. 
a phenomenal young man who found a passion for coding while incarcerated and now has it as a mission to inspire others um, with that same information. Antoine, tell us more. I'm looking through this list of accomplishments. I mean, you got the college degree, you became an author, first person ever to launch a book and an album on the same day. Has that happened? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was crazy. So that was back in um, August uh, of this year, August Congratulations 18th. To you. Thank you so much. What I is wanted your book to tell title? my Go ahead. Uh, Cages the Stages. That's the name of it. I really wanted to tell Cages my journey. The stages. Yeah, I wanted to tell my journey from like prison to like purpose. Like cages. At first, I thought they were just like purpose. being in a physical cage. Yeah. And I was. I had to realize that uh, it's really mental cages that led to me being in a physical cage. You know, Absolutely. the way I used to think, the way I used to feel, my spirituality. I wasn't really um, um, opening up in those ways. So once I unlocked those cages. Um, that's when I really became free as an individual. So I just tell my journey and also give people advice on what they can do and figure out what kind of cages they may be locked in. And um, I have a passion for music, so I was like, hey, wait, why would not I just tell the story two ways? I wrote a book about it. I also write an album. Okay. And um, <laughs> it, was, it came together really well. I got a lot of great feedback. People are still listening and reading. So um, if, you, if anybody's interested, they can check it out. It's cagesthestages.com. And you can you can get the whole package. Okay. And what type of music is it? Are we? How are you delivering it's this a, content? Yeah, it's um, really lyrical based hip hop. Just really like um, I like the wordplay. Like I love poetry. So, but really with more a modern twist, like with the beats and everything everybody loves these days. But I'm making sure to hear the message and really feel like you know they, I want them to feel like a hip hop version of Black Wall Street. Like we can do this. You know we can really get to that next level as a people. We just got to come together and really um, uh, be in sync. Like I, one thing I say on the album is we got a lot of movements, but not enough movement. There's mm. just a lot of different things going on, mm-hmm. but w- w- I need to see more progress. So um, mm. once again, teaching and education is, is a way for me to feel like I'm contributing. So I saw something on Instagram, Antoine, $100,000 per year you're making from home working in right, this right. computer <laughs> programming space, right? So is yeah. this a part of what you're teaching others as well, this um, empowerment through entrepreneurship, really um, closing this wealth gap? I mean, I'm just, I'm yes. loving the entire story. Yes, definitely. That's that's what the Unlock Academy is all about, um, unlocking your financial cages you may be in. The and Unlock like, Academy? Yes, that's the name of the whole um, the, the school and education that I'm giving to people. So once they enroll into the Unlock Academy and become a member, they not only get the coding lessons, but we also help them with career development, um, mentoring, tech help. Let's say they need help with their computer, software on the computer. Um, and then also at the end, we get them an internship at small black businesses who also need tech help. It may not be a paid internship, but at least they get the experience. The experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when did Definitely. you found the Unlock Academy? Uh, just this year, just this year, we just started, and it just was. I had, to, I just came home from prison um, about three years ago, so I really had to get on my feet and get steady and make sure I can prove it to myself. And also, I was building a nonprofit for the last three years. So my nonprofit is called Photo Patch, and it kind of goes with along with um, BRINC, who you just spoke with. Yeah. Um, I want to reach out to them, but pretty much the nonprofit, we help kids as well who have a mom or dad in prison, and we have an app that allows the kids to send pictures and letters to prison um for free and we just phenomenal right (laughs) 
So, so we got the Unlock Academy. Passion. We got Photo Patch. Talk to us about what the next five years are going to look like for Antoine Patton. What else do you have right. in store? Um, I, don't, I just want to. I want to make these things better. I think like these are my two um, biggest passions. It's just and it's really just helping other people. So with Photo Patch, I just really want to get more into. Um, add more technology into what we do, like bridging this gap. So I want to get into virtual reality, help these kids have business with their parents. Because like your prior guest said, sometimes your parent may be incarcerated 100 miles away or 200 miles away. So you can't get to visit. But what if you can put on goggles and your dad in prison can put on goggles and now you guys can be in the same place at the same time? Like that's at least now you can feel like you're building that relationship still. So um, we're excited mm-hmm. just to keep helping these kids out um, and then also, I just want to keep, like you said, bridging that wealth gap, um, the, the, adding more diversity into these technology fields and at these companies, or even helping our people build their own companies like I have. I have my own firm. I want to show people that they can build their own as well. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, sitting with Antoine Patton. Um, this is Black Wall Street Today, Blair Durham. We're having a wonderful conversation about how his experience in prison has translated into just all kinds of unique opportunity uh, for himself and for others. Just very excited about the empowerment initiatives that you have underway. Please tell folks how they can reach you, um, how they can connect with the Unlock Academy, how they can connect with PhotoPatch, and how they can connect with with you. Definitely. Um, I'm on Instagram uh, heavy these days, (laughs) so you can try to search up Antoine.digital. And you can learn more about the classes and stuff there. Antoine is A-N-T-O-I-N-E, uh, period, digital, Antoine.digital. But you can also go to cagesofstages.com. And from there, um, you can kind of learn a little bit about everything. Um, you can sign up for coding courses. You can check out the book and the album. Or you can even learn more about PhotoPatch Foundation. PhotoPatch also has PhotoPatch.org. Or you can download the app from um, the app stores, PhotoPatch. Beautiful. As we're wrapping up, I do want to hear more about how your daughter has taken to uh, the education that you're providing her. Right. Yeah, she's <laughs> that's my um, that's my little bundle of joy. Seriously, she's phenomenal. Um, I just thought that our relationship would definitely need a lot of repair when I first came home, but it has progressed so quick. She just was so forgiving. She just wanted to move on. But at the same time, she wanted to give back. So she's not running from her past and from her story of being um, a victim of incarceration, which we call the invisible victims of incarceration, just because what she went through, she still is helping out. So I taught her how to code when I came home. I didn't even force it down her throat. She just was curious and seeing me doing it every day. And was like, hey, what's this code and stuff? What are you doing? <laughs> so I, I started teaching her. And um, a couple years later, she surprised me when she, she told me she wanted to build an app for PhotoPatch. Now, I had built a website myself, and the website was working fine. And people can use it from their phone. But she was like, you know what? I want to build an app version. And she did. So last November, she started working on it. It was live by February and then the app stores by April. And it's been just like ever since then, she's been like <laughs> she's been like getting all these different uh, invites to conferences and meeting celebrities and oh, kissing babies, shaking hands, all of that good stuff. She's been uh, on a roll, but maintaining a 4.0 average. So um, I just let her do her thing. Congratulations, Dad. I think that's wonderful. 
Thank you so much. What advice, as we're wrapping up, do you have for um, someone that might be new to the tech space, someone that might be new to coding, um, that maybe wants to get started, isn't sure how, um, you know, whether it's a, a psychological barrier or right. whatever. What, what, what advice do you have? Right. I would just say give it a try. Like, give it a try. It literally takes just a couple weeks for it to click. And you see, like, oh, I actually can do this. Whatever you that doubt that you had, because I went through it. I told myself I couldn't do it. So I've been in that position. And I would just say think about the bigger picture about, you know what, if this does work out, what happens? I can make six figures a year. I can uh, have such flexibility working from home, from a coffee shop, from the beach. You can choose your own schedule. I had a job where I said, instead of doing nine to five, I'm going to come in at um, seven. No, no, I started working at home at seven o'clock in the morning and then went into the office. And by the time I got to the office, I was getting off at three o'clock. So it's like super flexible um, when it comes to being a programmer. They just want to see you getting the work done, hitting your goals. So, so, um, it's so really, is, it, is yeah. it your guarantee that through your platform and kind of the way that you teach coding that you're able to kind of distill these concepts so that anybody that's interested in coding can learn them? Is that what it is that you're offering that's distinct yeah. from a book that I would go pick up at Barnes & Noble? Right. I was saying, oh, yeah, mainly because of the interactivity. Like, because I'm able to interact with these people, this is a live session. Every week we do a live session. And I think that really helps people stay motivated and consistent and want to keep going with it because they feel like they're not learning alone. On top of that, I'm teaching hundreds of people at a time, which means you have a hundred other people to, to benefit from. So we all have a group uh, messaging platform that we use I to communicate. It. Antoine. So I'm just really trying to help. Yeah, I'm trying to help as much as possible. <laughs> this is great. Thank you so much. We're all going to connect with you on Instagram at Antoine.Digital. I look forward to having you on the show again. This has been phenomenal. Phenomenal. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been great. Talk You're to welcome. you soon, Blair. Talk soon. And up next, which hashtags you should use to support Black business? We'll talk soon. Welcome, welcome back to this 10th edition of Black Wall Street Today. Hashtag support black business. This hashtag helps introduce your black owned business to potential customers, investors online. Whether you want to attract local customers in your own community or connect with angel investors wanting to support black and Latino entrepreneurs using the hashtag hashtag support black business in your social media posts will help you connect with those interested in supporting your ventures. And last, stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week.